Jai. Hare Krishna. And we are continuing with the easy journey to other planets by His Divine Grace. Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Prabhupada, page number 66. There is a spiritual sky where there are innumerable spiritual planets and innumerable spiritual living entities. But those who are not fit to live in that spiritual world are sent to this material world. Voluntarily, we have accepted this material body, but actually we are spirit souls who should not have accepted it. When and how we accepted it cannot be traced. No one can trace the history of when the conditioned soul first accepted the material body. So no one can trace it. There are 8,400,000 species, forms of living entities. 900,000 species of living entities are within the water. 2 million species of life are among the plants and vegetables. Unfortunately, this Vedic knowledge is not instructed by any university. But these are facts. Let the botanist and anthropologist research into the Vedic conclusion. Darwin's theory of the evolution of organic matter is of course very prominent in the institutions of learning. But the Bhagavata Purana and other authoritative scriptures of scientific magnitude describe how the living entities in different forms of body evolve one after another. It is not a new idea, but educators, educators are giving stress only to Darwin's theory, although in Vedic literature we have immense information of the living conditions in this material world. We are only a fragmental portion of all the living entities in the many universes of the material world. Those who are in the material world and material body are condemned. For example, the population in prison is condemned by the government. But their number is only a fraction of the whole population. It is not that the whole population goes to prison. Some who are disobedient are confined in prison. Similarly, the conditioned souls within this material world are only a fraction of all the living entities in the creation of God. And because they have disobeyed God, because they did not abide by the order of Krishna, they have been put into this material world. If one is sensible and inquisitive, he should try to understand why have I been put into this conditional life? I do not wish to suffer. There are three kinds of sufferings, including miseries pertaining to the body and mind. In Hawaii, in front of my house, a man was keeping some animals and birds for the purpose of taking them to, the, to be slaughtered. I gave this example to my students. 
these animals are standing here and if you tell them oh my dear animals why are you standing here go away you are meant for the slaughterhouse they cannot go they have no intelligence suffering without knowledge without remedy is animal life wow well suffering without knowledge without remedy is animal life one who cannot understand that he is suffering and who thinks that he is very well off is an animal consciousness not human consciousness the human being should be cognizant of suffering the threefold miseries of this planet one should know that he is suffering in birth suffering in death suffering in old age and suffering in disease and one should be inquisitive as to how he may avoid the suffering that is real research work we have suffered from the beginning of our birth as a baby the human being is tightly placed in the abdomen of the mother in an airtight bag for 9 months he cannot even move there are insects biting him and he cannot protest after the child comes out the suffering continues the mother undoubtedly takes much care but still the child cries because he is suffering there are bugs biting or there are pains in his stomach the child is crying and the mother does not know how to pacify him his suffering begins in the womb of his mother then after his birth as he grows up there is more suffering he doesn't want to go to school but he is forced to he doesn't want to study but the teacher gives him tasks if we analyze our life we will find that it is full of suffering why then are we coming here the conditioned souls are not very bright we should inquire why am i suffering if there is a remedy we must take advantage of it we are eternally connected with the supreme supreme lord but somehow or other we are now in material contamination therefore we must take up a process by which to go back again to the spiritual world that linking process is called yoga the actual translation of the word yoga is plus at the present moment we are minus god or minus the supreme but when we make ourselves plus connected then our human form of life is perfect during our lifetime we have to practice approaching that point of perfection and at the time of death when we give up this material body that perfection has to be realized at the time of death one must be prepared students for instance prepare for 2 to 5 years in college and the final test of their examination of their education is the examination 
If they pass the examination, they get a degree. Similarly, in the subject of life, if we prepare for the examination at the time of death and pass it, then we are transferred to the spiritual world. Everything is examined at the time of death. There is a very common Bengali proverb that says that what everyone does for perfection will be tested at the time of his death. Bhagavad Gita describes that what we should do at the point of our death when we are giving up this present body. For the Dhyana Yogi meditator, Sri Krishna speaks the following verses. Okay. Sorry for the meters. Uh-huh. Quote, persons learned in the Vedas who utter omkara and who are great sages in the renounced order enter into Brahman. Desiring such perfection, one practices celibacy. I shall now explain to you this process by which one may attain salvation. The yogic situation is that of detachment from all sensual engagements, closing all the doors of the senses and fixing the mind on the heart and the life air at the top of his head, one establishes himself in yoga. Bhagavad Gita 8.11-12 In the yoga system this process is called pratyahara, which means, in technical language, the opposite. Now, the eyes are engaged in seeing worldly beauty, so one has to withdraw them from enjoying that beauty and concentrate on seeing the beauty inside. That is called pratyahara. Similarly, one has to hear the omkara sound from within. Yeah, so thank you so much for tuning in today and we shall continue tomorrow. The link to this book is in the description and we shall see you next time. Hare Krishna.